0: what's up guys welcome to TLR I am so excited that you are here yes you I am so pumped for today my name is native we haven't met and again I just I just get so hyped for TLR so I'm glad that you guys are here if this is your first time, welcome. Okay. If it's your first time in a long time or you've been gone for a while, welcome back. So glad that you are here. If you're like, what did I walk into or you forgot? Okay. TLR or the living room is a conversation about life and faith. And the key thing is, is that it's a conversation. Okay. And, and here's what's really cool compared to what we've done in the past. This conversation is happening in real time, meaning like I can see you guys. Like when I look over here, it's me looking at you. Like I see you, Nick. What's up, Nick? Abby, what's up? Amber, Louis, Sarah, I mean, know what? Hey, but well, I'm glad you guys are here, what's up? Okay, anybody new pops in, I miss you, sorry, but I'm glad that you guys are here. All right, so to make sure that this is a conversation, and if you're watching this afterwards, that's great, I'm glad you are, but this is why you should watch it live, because it's a conversation, and we talk to each other, and it's great. But to make sure that your fingers are working, your keyboard's working, here's a question that I have for you, okay? And it might be a little embarrassing, but it's it's worth talking about what is one of the dumbest things you've ever done. One of the dumbest things you've ever done. For me, uh, believe it or not, there's actually a lot of dumb things I've done. I know that's shocking because you're like, Nate, you're just so smart. Like, why would you really ever do something? dumb? I do. I do a lot of dumb things. I thought about telling the story. Well, there was one time in middle school when I dated two sisters, but I was like, you know what, that's, that's inappropriate. I'm not going to tell that story. Um, but I decided, and, and then I thought of another story, but I was like, no, I told that one. And then I was like, oh, I don't know what story to tell. And so, you know, I just, there's just so many dumb things that I've done. I'm like, oh, what should I tell? And that's why I want to hear from you guys. What are some dumb things that you have done for me? One of the dumbest things, and I can't remember if I told the story, but one of the dumbest things that I've done is that, (laughs) okay, my family was taking this cross-country trip, okay, and we stopped at a rest area. And when we went in that rest area, I thought we were the only car there. And then, unfortunately, uh, that wasn't true. And here's why that turned out to be a mistake and why what I did was pretty dumb. My mom goes into the rest area, and, again, I thought it was just us there. So when she comes out, I was going to scare her, but she wasn't the only one there. And so this random lady walks out, and I scare her. She, like, falls, and I'm like... And I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. And I just felt so freaking dumb. <laughs> hey, what about for you guys? What are some dumb things you've done? I'm going to look in comments see if we've gotten any. Um, I know Sarah's getting off the of ski lift. Like, that's kind of funny. Let's see what else we got here. Nick got picked off at of second base after his first career double. Not a great moment, dude. That's not what you want. Not what you want. Amber, you called the river the ocean? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Anyway, I know there's a lot of dumb stories that we do and just a lot of dumb things we do and and it's good to laugh about. But as we have this conversation, you know, I start off with that because none of us want to do dumb things, right? Like, like, Like we want, you know, we want to do good things. We want to have a good life. We want to be happy. Like these are all things that like we can commonly agree on. And if you do a bunch of dumb things, like you make a bunch of dumb decisions, you know, maybe some of you guys start investing money and you see that in the stock market and the news and you're like, oh, I'm just going to throw my life savings in there. That may be dumb, maybe, I, don't know, you know, whatever. Like, like, if you make a bunch of dumb decisions, it's not good in your life, right? And so none of us want to do that. But here's a question that I have for you. Like, think through this for a minute. We all agree that we want a good life, but what is a good life? And is, is your good life the same as my good life? Like what does a good life look like? And and what I find so interesting, like I have these conversations with people all the time. One of the things I find so interesting is most people we'd all say, I want a good life, I want to be happy. And I'm like, Okay, well what's a good life? Well, I don't know. Okay, so how do you know you've gotten a good life then when you haven't known, like who like and and is it what I say a good life is, is it what you say a good life? What's a good life? And it's funny when I was preparing for this i was I was looking through one of the things I try to do pretty regularly each journal, and as I was looking through small journals, I found something that I wrote four years ago, and in it I said that for me, a good life, what I wanted to aim for was two things and like very particular one, I wanted to be an encouraging person, and I wanted to invest in or care for young people, young couples um and I just thought it was interesting because. I, I I saw that from four years ago and I realized I had to find what a good life for me was going to be, at least really something I wanted to be known for, something I wanted to do. And I can look back over the past four years as something I've been doing. One of the things. That my wife Amanda and I used to do before COVID that we loved doing is we'd have people every Friday over at our house, and it'd always be mostly college students or young adults, people who just got out of college. If there's a couple that started dating, we'd invite them over, and just like, we just cared about young couples because my wife and I we got together when we were young, and and so it's just something near and dear to our hearts. But for me, I was like, I that's something I wanted to be known for. Is what a good life for me was to to care for young people, and so I did that. I'd love to have you guys over, but COVID, anyway, we'll make that happen soon. You can hold me accountable to that. You can call me on that, okay? But my question for you, that's just an example for me, but we all want that in some way, right? Like, we all want a good life. But have you ever stopped to think about what is a good life? What does a good life look like? What? How do you know you're going to get there? Or how do you know you're there when you when you get there? Like If you haven't ever defined it, you don't know. One of the questions that somebody that I heard somebody asked that actually led me to answer and define it for me, that's kind of morbid to think about, but it's actually really helpful is when you die at your funeral, what do you want people to say about you? Okay. And and for me that was so helpful to think about because again, no, you know, I hope none of us die for like a long time, but you know, years and years. Okay. But what is it I want people to say about me? One of the things that I was like, I hope people say I was encouraging. But if that's what I want to be known for, am I doing that? And so I started working on that and continue continue to work on that. But for you, what are some things you want to be known for? Have you stopped to really think about that? And I don't mean even just now in the chat, but I mean like really take some time to like think and ponder that. What is it you want to be known for? And I start there because if you don't know what you're aiming at, then how do you know you've gotten there? But... I know in some level all of us have an idea of where we want to go. And what I want to spend most of our time talking about today is one of, I would say probably the biggest impact to how when you say, here's where I want to get, how I make sure you actually get there. And one of the biggest impacts. And so to help us get there, I'm going to start off with, you know, thinking about this. Have you ever noticed that when you do dumb things, okay, all right, maybe, maybe this is the example you shared, maybe you think about other things that are a little more personal that you didn't want to share in the chat, but whenever you do like really dumb things that you really regret, you ever notice how it's like, you're not the only one involved, and, and what I mean by that is like, like, maybe you were influenced or pressured by other people directly or indirectly, most of the time, when we do something really stupid, we were influenced by somebody else. And so in my example, my brothers <laughs> pressured me into scaring mom and it turned out not to be mom. So that was awkward. But I think even in bigger life things, like some things that I'm embarrassed about and regret, people like around me, they influenced me. And and like and I started just doing things that they did. And all of a sudden I'm doing something like, whoa, why did I do that? And it's usually we're not alone in that. And even if those people aren't around, it's an indirect impact there's also the flip side of this where like there's some positive things or silly things movies and tv shows make fun of this all the time whether you have like all the popular girls and they're all together and like they all dress the same and talk the same and have the same hand motions and they're all okay or all the jocks and the athletes they all look the same have the same haircut you know this is made fun of in tv shows and movies all the time but it's real life. And some of you, like, maybe you think about this with your friends, maybe current friends that you've had or friends in the past. That you think about, like, when you spend time with them, you start talking the same, sounding the same, doing the same things, going to the same places. For me, one of my best friends, like, we say these three things, and I don't even know who said them first, but both of us, like, just say these same three things every time. One of them is, like, whenever something bad happens, we're like, Suck! And that's with an S, not an F, okay? But suck, okay? And we just say it. And I have no idea when I started saying that, but I said because I'm around my friend all the time. The other one, this one's so funny me. I heard a friend say aggressively average one time, and it made me laugh, and then I started saying it, and then like everybody around me just started saying aggressively average, okay? Maybe you have your example of that. If you do, you should share that. Um, Or another one. Without fail, okay, some of you know this, okay, that when somebody walks into a room, okay, the first thing I'm going to say every time, it doesn't matter how many times it's been, whatever, the first thing I will say is, oh, what's up? And my voice just goes like, I I, I have no idea where that came from. I didn't start that. And then another one, this one's been during COVID. So because of COVID, me and some of the sojourn interns, we've been working together in this house and whatever, so I'm around them. A lot more than I want to be, but no, like we're around each other all the time. And one of our interns, Emma, you or I, one of the things she did, honestly, she did this one time to me, right? And this is how much of an impact I made. I see her one time and she just stuck her tongue out. She just goes, okay. And then for like a week, I did that to everybody I saw. Okay, and I was like, "Why am I doing that?" Emma does it one time, and I started doing that, and it was really awkward because I saw somebody that that week I hadn't seen in years, and so I see this person for the first time, and I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" And I'm like, "Why's well, my tongue out? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I've been spending too much time with Emma." Okay, and like maybe you have that for you. Anything about maybe middle school, high school stories, or even college? I know with COVID is a little different because like we're all online and virtual and stuff, but. But like this happens. And, and again, we see funny examples of this in culture, but like this actually happens. Now, as a psych person, so, so, we, so I don't lose you. Again, we're talking about how to make sure you end up where you actually want to go. But this is so important is that we're starting to see that our friends can impact that. And so as a psych person, and I love this, you know, the study of how people behave and stuff, there's actually some science and some neuroscience that backs this up there's this neuroscientist and he did some studies and and i can if any of you are interested you can dm us and i can give you the article to this but he actually found that the more time that people spent together the more that their brain like their brain waves started to like function the same and like started to like meld together and like function the same listen to this quote i think we're going to throw this up here but This is what this is him like summarizing a lot of his work and what they found by the more time people spend together, how their brain reacts. He says this means like you know so the study this means that the people you hang out with actually have an impact on your engagement with reality beyond what you can explain, and one of the effects is that you become alike. Think about that: that the people you spend time with impact your reality more than you can explain. And one of those is, is that you actually start becoming more like each other. That's crazy. And another, another quote he has from his study is that if people want to maximize happiness and minimize stress, which is us, okay, we all want that, they should build a life that requires fewer decisions, and here's how, by surrounding themselves with people who embody the traits they prefer. Why should you do that? Because over time, they'll naturally pick up those desirable attitudes and behaviors. Think about what that means. Think about the impact of what he's saying here is that the more you spend time around people, that if you want to be, if you want to get somewhere, you be around people that are like that, that it'll influence you towards that. Now, is it overnight? No, but over time, you start adapting the attitudes and the behaviors. Now, some of you, Okay. As you're thinking about this, you might start thinking about this is why your parents didn't like that one friend you had. Okay? And don't worry, I'm not your parent, so I'm not gonna tell you who to hang out with and who not to hang out with. Don't worry. But you start thinking about this and you're like, this is something that parents intuitively like we know that like 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 parents just see your friends and like, oh gosh, I do not want my kid to be like that. Don't hang out with them, right? Maybe that's why your parents were only your case about the friend. I had a few friends like that and uh whatever, I ignored my parents, like anybody does. Um, and they're like, don't hang out with somebody. I'm like, I'm going to hang out with them all the time. Watch this. But I think part of that comes from a, that we parents know that the more you hang out with people, the more you're going to become like them. But again, if you start to think about the impact of this, if you want to end up somewhere, the people that you're spending time with, your friends, the people you let influence you, they're the ones that have a huge impact on this. In a very direct way, your friends, can determine the direction and the quality of the life you're having. And you think about that, that is crazy. It means that if I want to know where you're going to end up in life, I can look at your friends and make a pretty close guess, at least for the next season or so, what your life is going to look like. That's crazy. Now, if you think like, okay, you know, this, we say that, you know, TLRs talk about life and faith. Where does the faith come in with this? Is it just a bunch of science? Here's something that blows my mind. And also, if you're somebody that's like, oh, I don't know about faith in the Bible. Like, whenever Nate pulls that out, I'm not sure. Here's what blows my mind. 3,000 years ago, before we had the, uh, like, before we had the tools to even see brainwaves and how they start becoming the same, and there's any neuroscience to say any of this, there's this guy, King Solomon. And King Solomon, by many historians, both religious ones and non-religious ones, would say he's one of the wisest, if not the wisest person to live. And he wrote a book, and it's not really a book, it's just a bunch of sayings called Proverbs, maybe you've heard of that. He wrote just a bunch of wise sayings. And we're going to look at one, if you look in your notes tab, and stuff, you actually see this there. And I want to show you this one, because this is, it just blows my mind, because this was 3,000 years before neuroscience, okay? And this is something that King Solomon says, okay? He says this, this is found in Proverbs 13, 20, if you ever want to fact check this, but he says, walk with the wise and become wise. So, hey, you want to become wise? What do you do? Walk with the wise. You'll become wise. Okay. Well, interesting. And he continues. He says, for a companion of fools, I think this is very interesting. He says, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Notice he doesn't say for a companion of fools becomes foolish. Right, or if you hang out with some fools, you'll become a fool like them. He actually says, No, for a companion of fools suffers harm. You go back to where we started off that, like, sometimes the dumb things we do they harm us, they harm other people. Like, you're starting to see that maybe, just maybe, King Solomon was onto something here. And again, 3,000 years ago, that's quite a bit of insight, just very interesting point there. But if you want to become wise you know, be around wise people for a companion of fools suffers harm. And so what does all this have to do? You know, we're talking about science. We're talking about this verse from Proverbs. What does this all have to do with you? And and why are we going through this? Well, to answer that, I want to be really honest with you. And we're going to start to wrap up with this. But I just want to like get super serious for a second. So I love college students okay like i am very passionate about how awesome i think college students are uh i've been working with college students for seven years now i know that makes me old i know nick's gonna say something about that okay i know i got it but i love college students and one of the things that i love about college students is that like you're discovering so many things about life. And I know that's with COVID, it messes some of the stuff up and we feel this because part right now, why I know a lot of people feel like I'll just a friend, I'll just take any friend, okay, and I get that. But what I love about college is that you're still, even in COVID, I see so many of you, white like, struggling with, you know, different reactions to COVID in life. Like, there's still this positivity and hopefulness and wanting to make a difference. I shared this, like, when we did our canned soup drive, our canned drive and stuff, like, you guys blew me away way beyond anything I expected. And just so many things like that, right? And so, I love the positive, t- you know, positivity, the engagement, and the, like, caring for other people. I love that. And the other thing is that you're learning just the impact of of friends and you're learning things. So I just love all that. But one of the things that I struggle with that that I've seen over and over again is that I've seen this play out. I've seen this first play out where where I've seen people that are wise hang out with wise people and make good decisions and impact. And it's so cool to see. Then I see people that that are hanging out with fools, okay, and, and it causes harm to them whether it's emotionally, sometimes even physically, mentally, right? Relationally, that, that it causes harm. And it breaks my heart because because I care about you, okay? Like, like, I care about you guys. And so I I want, I definitely don't want harm to happen to you. And I want good things to happen to you. But here's what I see, unfortunately, too many times, is that I'll see people that I know are good people. And then they, they make a friend. And that friend, I'm kind of like, oh. Right, And then they start making more friends. And that friend, I know because I know that student, I know where they want to go in life and we've talked about it, but then they're making friends that are leading in an opposite direction. And so then that leaves me in this weird spot because I'm not your parent, okay? I'm not gonna be like your parent and be like, hey, don't hang out with that person because nobody wants that, okay? And that's not a good friend and I'm never gonna do that to you. But I still sit back and I will watch students that I love and care about maybe even some of them are you but I watch students I love and care about make friends that I see taking them in the opposite direction of what they deep down know where they want to go and it's hard because what do you do with this like are you going to say well don't ever talk to people I'm not going to say that but what do you do with that and for me the way I've described this is it? It's like watching a train wreck in slow motion because I've seen this play out over the course of a couple months, years, where eventually it's like a train wreck and the student, that, the person that I love and care about ends up getting hurt and I hate to see it. But is what happens when you have friends leading or that you know are going in a direction that you know you don't want to go in. So there's not much I can do when that's happening to somebody because I don't want to be like hey, uh, stop being that person's friend because, again, nobody likes that person. One of the things that I do is I use it for a teaching point like this. um, I actually write down some of these stories and uh, my daughter's actually getting old enough to start understanding friends that I'll I'll remove the names, don't worry. But I'll tell my daughter and I'm like, and that's why you pick good friends, okay? Because if not, some of your friends may end up hurting you one day. Now, all this can sound really negative, but again, that's the negative side think about the positive side of this. Imagine, imagine having friends that helped you grow in the direction you wanted to grow. How great that would be. Imagine having friends and having people around you that are like inspiring you, encouraging you, pushing you, motivating you to say, you know, hey, you're here and you say you want to be here. Let's do it together. Let's get there and maybe you have different paths and stuff and stuff and that's totally fine that's part of what makes friends so unique but like let's move and grow together imagine how great that would be all right and those are the friends that you want to have and so the question and today's like takeaway is that i'm not going to tell you what to do you're adults you're old enough you're smart enough to evaluate this but the question is you to think about is, and and not just today, but forever, is are the people influencing you? Are your friends, are the people influencing you? Are they going in a direction that you want to go? Because this dynamic is so powerful, all right, that if you want to end up somewhere good, where you want to go, are the friends you have helping you get there? And I know that can be a big question to ask, and how do I even make sure we have a good friend? How do I make sure my friends are good? Well, Luckily for you, that's what we're going to be talking about next week at TLR is how to make sure what is a good friend. How do you make sure you're a good friend? Because also, to be honest, some of you might be the bad friend that I'm talking about. Okay. But also, I know most of us, like, we want to be good friends to each other, to other people. How do we make sure that? And we want to have good friends. How do we make sure? How do we know a friend is good? Those, those are some of the questions we'll be talking about next week. But for this week, what I want to leave you with is that it is certainly possible to have good friends. And good friends are going to make such a big impact in your life. Because, again, as Solomon says, if you walk with the wise, you will become wise. But if you're a companion of fools, you will suffer harm. And maybe you've experienced that. And if you have, I'm so sorry. But here at Sojourn, we want to be good friends. And we want to work towards being good friends to each other. So let's do that together. And let's make that happen. Because again, if you can just, if it seems like a dream, that's not even possible to have good friends, especially in time with COVID when you're like, how do I even make friends? Okay, I really believe it's possible. But first, it starts with us understanding how big of a deal this is and evaluating the friends we have. So I hope you join us next week as we explore how we can do that together. Okay, how we can be good friends to each other, All right? Because I do think it's possible. I've seen it happen and it's even happening now. Some of you, like, I don't want to act like it's not happening. Some of you are amazing friends and I love seeing it. But let's do that. Let's be for each other. I say this every week. Let's be for Rick. Let's do that. Let's be the friends for each other, for Rick, for the people in our classes, for the people around us. Let's be good friends with each other. Why? Why is it so important? so that we can go in the direction and have a quality of life that we want to have. Okay. And so I hope you do that with us. I'm going to wrap up. We're just sharing um one more thing about w- how you can do this. And then if you have any questions or you want to push back on any of this or you want to discuss this after we close, we'll have a Q and a, I meant to say that at the beginning, but if you want to ask questions and talk with me and stuff, I'll like be looking at the chat and you can talk back and forth with me. Um, but before we get to that, I just want to tell you that one of the exciting ways that you can be a good friend to each other, to people around the world is that we have this event, that Polar Plunge, that we do every year. Some of you have heard about it. I'm going to show the video again. If you were here last week, we saw this video, but I'm going to show you the video just because this is such a big deal. We want you to be involved. And this is very important for Rick students only okay? because you're special. If you donate, okay, you don't have to plunge, but if you donate this week, we will give you a Grubhub gift card for donating. We'd still love for you to plunge, but it's a big deal. If you are a Rick student, we'll give you a Grubhub gift card for donating. okay? But enough of that. Check this video out.
1: We are so excited for our annual Polar Plunge that we do in order to fight sex trafficking. But because the world looks a little different this year, we're going to do things a little different this year. This year, we're going to do a virtual plunge, and this is what we want you to do. We want you to go to our website, InsanityForHumanityRI.com, in order to register. Right there on the registration page, you can donate to fight sex trafficking. Second, we want you to actually plunge. Now, we can't do this together, but we want you to gather friends and family, or by yourself, do something crazy. Maybe you've always wanted to be Michael Phelps. Or maybe you just love root beer floats. Or maybe you can get the entire family involved. Maybe you don't want to get the entire family together. Or maybe you could do something like this. But then we want you to post your crazy video online with the hashtag SojournFunds to show the world what we're trying to do to fight sex trafficking. And then on February 20th, we're all gonna get together virtually to celebrate. Will you join us crazy people to do something to impact the world around us? Wait, it's actually not that cool
0: my mute was off oh no you guys are gonna just see me uh, talking awkwardly well that's awkward. Anyway, thank you, Paula, for is what I was getting at. I was just reading the, through the comments. So thank you, Paula, for wanting to donate. Anybody else, we'd love for you to do that. Share this with friends really excited for that but again you guys rock thank you guys so much let's go out there let's go be for rick let's do this together let's be good friends for each other and let's do that you guys rock i tell everybody this every week but you guys stay awesome if you have any questions we will do that after the closing but you guys go out there be for rick and stay awesome see you guys i just want
1: to